Hi, welcome to the second episode of Footy for Two with me, Solomon Dubner. And I'm Stephen Dubner, his dad. And I'm trying to learn about footy from him, the expert. Hi, so do you want to just dive right in? I do want to dive right in, but... Like a a Cristiano Ronaldo dive? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like a Cristiano Ronaldo dive. Can we talk just for a minute about how much you hate Real Madrid as a Barca fan? Hi, so I hate... There are three things where I say I, I genuinely hate. Uh, let me guess. Puppies, $100 bills, and uh, slush. Not quite. Okay. Terrorists. Yeah. Good. Real Madrid. Yeah. Broccoli. <laughs> okay. But no, no, let's not make fun of Real Madrid now because we're going to do that in about 15 minutes. Okay, let's not make fun of Real And can we just say for the record, can I say for the record that I believe your hatred of Real Madrid is not real. I think you respect them deeply. It's just that they're your rival uh, as a Barca fan, and you feel like Real fans hate on Barca fans unduly. No, I don't respect them, honestly. I really All right. don't. All right, fair enough. Just they're, trying to give you the easy out, they're, Solomon. They're just poorly run. Okay, well, that's 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 an argument that can be made, for sure. All right, what's uh, what's on the agenda today? Do you want to start with the uh, Premier League? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question before we start with the Premier League. Um, I guess this is a very obvious question, but why would you say that the Premier League is a ridiculously obvious question. Why does the Premier League still hold so much sway in the minds of uh, non-English footy fans, including um, most American football fans? I would not call it the best league. I'd call it the most exciting, most competitive league. But in terms of European competition, they're not the best. But from top to bottom, like the difference in quality at the top and the bottom is very, is much smaller than most leagues. Like I'd say the only one team who is a guaranteed victory in England, pretty much, is Aston Villa in the in the EPL. Uh, playing against Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- any other game? Maybe Chelsea. <laughs> any other game? You don't. You really don't know what's going to happen. So well, it is true that watching any random Premier League match uh, is likely to produce a more exciting result than a random La Liga or League One or. Serie I wouldn't a match. say than a random like Manchester City versus West Brom. That that those have been exciting this year. Like if Bar if Barcelona played as. Uh, mid-table team, Barcelona would probably destroy them. Well, let me ask you a related question, speaking of Man City. So Man City is, unless I'm wrong, and I'm probably wrong because I don't know much about this, Man City is the one remaining English team in the Champions League tournament at this point? Yeah, Arsenal is going to probably be Oh, sorry, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal is... Arsenal is technically in. Yeah. But As we know. speak, Arsenal is technically in, but we're banking on them being out because they're yeah. going to lose to Barca or just not go through. But what does that say that the league that is most famous around the world, the Premier League, and certainly in America, is, is rep, kind of represents European soccer traditionally at least recently traditionally has fared relatively poorly in the champions league or am i wrong on that no they have since uh the 2013-14 season well there's well, only been only a, yeah yeah well chelsea is only semi-finalist then and since that last year for the first time in 22 years neither the europa league or the champions league had an english team in the quarterfinals in the quarters yeah yeah but that could just be a bad year or two on the other hand it's a lot of fun when there's so much parody in the league yes yeah all right so walk us through it brother all right, so the first match, Norwich, Man City. Man City played better, but they drew 0-0, which was embarrassing because they're pro- pretty much out of the title race. But, um, and, and which is bad because they, have, they have, from top to bottom, including maybe Chelsea, just been bad this year, the best squad in the Premier League on, on paper. So this is not acceptable. Now, we should say we kind of sort of, I shouldn't say we, you kind of sort of like Man City only because they own our local, our new local MLS team or not even? You don't no, even no. like them? I don't really have that much I don't like them either. Them. Why do we not like Man City? I don't know. Just a new money. 
know. New money. Does the team not seem much like a team? But they have players that you like a lot individually. I like Aguero. I like Sterling. I like De Bruyne. I like Silva. I don't like Yaya Torre. Why not? Since when? Mm. You always used to go on. Yaya this, Yaya that. Did I? Yaya May, Yaya Moo. I don't know. Um, I just don't like him from his time at Barca. He was he was he was fine, but I just like defensive midfielder wise. So okay. Busquets much more than their right. players. Moving on, moving on. So Aston Villa, like I said, the one pretty much definite in the Premier League. They have three wins all season. Mm. Lost two at home to Spurs. Come on, Spurs! We're gonna cut that. I think. Come on, you Spurs! We're gonna cut that too. I'm gonna say it so many times. There's no way you can cut it. Come on, you Spurs! <laughs> We're still gonna cut it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spurs. I, think, I like Spurs. Yeah. For the record, Spurs. I think really finally have the mentality to win the league. Um, Mauricio, this is, okay, this is a big conversation. Spurs Mar- have not won the Premier League in. I don't think it's sixty one. Sixty one. Mauricio Pochettino, the manager, has really built a winning mentality. Harry Kane can't stop scoring. Let's you talk know, about Harry Kane wait, for a he second. Has Nineteen goals in the Premier League this season, tied for the most with Jamie Vardy. I think he should replace Wayne Rooney that year eleven. Starting eleven, unless Ward Hodgson wants to play Rooney's number ten. Okay, a couple quick questions for you. Who do you think is going to win the Premier League scoring title for starters? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. And for those who have heard a little bit about Harry Kane and know that he's a wunderkind of sorts at at uh, Spurs in the second big season, um, but those who think that well, yeah, there's always these guys that kind of pop up and then fall apart. Talk to me about Harry Kane's. Um, you know, long-term prospects, and as you've seen him play in person three times now, I believe. Yeah. Is that right? We'll talk about his work rate, talk about his uh, ability, talk about um, his mental capacity. He's a capacity. really good player. He, he's definitely confident in himself, which is good. He's a hard worker. I once read something about how he used to be a very slow player, and like he's worked a lot on his pace, which is just shows how hard he works. He does not stop running. He is a good distributor. He can defend when he needs to. He's just a really good all-around center forward. And I think he could be. He could end up being a, one of the greats of English football. How much better was Bale at Spurs w- at his peak than Harry Kane is at Spurs now? It's too early to say because Bale spent a few years at Spurs. Kane, this is only his second mate, real season there. Spurs, the club, financially, they're kind of seeming to move up a level. They're building a new stadium, which is going to have some NFL teams. I think three NFL games a year are going to be played at the new um, stadium there. What do you sense? uh, Do you know much about whether Spurs are going to be inclined, more inclined to keep a guy like Harry Kane now than they might have been five or ten years ago? I think they'll have a more more chance. Honestly, I think it might be kind of a mistake to move to a bigger stadium because look what Arsenal, look what happened to Arsenal. They moved from Highbury to Emirates right across the road. They've had to sell players. They went into so much debt. I think it's going to be hard. Granted, the NFL games may finance help finance Mm. that, but how much really? Yeah, we don't we don't know too much about the particulars. I also shouldn't say that it's bigger. I'm not sure it's bigger. It's about 20,000 seats bigger. Holy cow. It's a lot bigger. Okay. So as of this moment, how likely do you think Spurs are to actually win um, the league? I think if it's not Leicester, it will be Spurs. I think right now the two main contenders are definitely Leicester and Spurs. So do you think that Arsenal has like at least a 10% chance of still winning? 15? 15, probably not higher. What about Man City? 8. Wow. Okay. And now let's go to Leicester. Let's go to Leicester. So they only won 1-0 at home to Newcastle. Great bicycle hit goal from Shinji Okazaki. Rothman used his first game at Newcastle. I'm still surprised he's there. Newcastle looked good. The second half, they're a much of a better team. They they could have scored. Musa Sissoko at one point had a great volley, which drew a handball in the box from Leicester, which should have been a penalty. Would you say that Newcastle looked refreshed under Rafa? Definitely. A manager with a pedigree and history like that definitely helps 
pump up the spirits right away. Now, you were telling me that Rafa, you think, has a contract that allows him to get out of, to leave Newcastle if they get relegated? Yeah, I'm not sure of the exact details, but it, it's a win-win situation just financially. Not win-win, but the way his contract is designed, it's so that it's easier for him to get out with the club not suffer, suffering hugely if they go down this year. I see. And what do you think, uh, how likely do you think they are to go down Newcastle? I think, I don't think, I think he's going to be able to keep them up. But their next game is huge against another relegation candidate and their biggest rivals, the Tyneware Derby against Sunderland, is going to be absolutely huge. What's it called? The Tyneware Derby? Yeah. Okay. Is that like silverware? Not really. Underwear? No. What kind of wear? The Tyne. Ah, thank you for clearing that up. You know so much. And so now Leicester, eight, they have eight matches left. They're five clear of Spurs. So I think they're going to win it. So you think you think Leicester is the favorite as of this point? Yeah. Even so, though they're so new to the situation, you don't think that they're going to yeah. crumble? I think that if they were going to crumble, it would have already happened after that really morale-breaking Arsenal loss. Over uh, over Christmas? No. Or long, long ago? Sorry. Just a few weeks ago, I remember Danny Welbeck's late goal. Yeah, you know me. I don't remember anything. I'll watch right. a match with you, and 15 minutes later, I don't remember who right. you watch. So we're going to say England, now we're going to go to the FA Cup. So oh, okay. Quick note, Reading lost 2-0 to Crystal Palace, so Palace in the semifinals. Then Everton beat Chelsea 2-0 at Goodson Park. Ten Oof. men, Chelsea. Costa got sent off near the end. Lukaku scored two goals against his old club, but the big controversy is Diego Costa bite Gareth Barry. Costa denies that that's obvious, but more importantly, Barry denies it. So I Did he I, say he actually kissed him instead of biting him? No. So I think what happened is, I don't think he actually bit him. I think he tried. Because you watch the video, it really looks like a bite on the neck. Hmm. Question for you. If you were a Chelsea fan, after this most difficult year, what story would you tell yourself to make yourself feel better about the future? That we've played, that they've played a lot better than this year. I think Antonio Conte is probably going to be the new manager, the current Italy manager, former Juventus manager. I think that would also be, be good to stick with Goose Heating, who's been great this year. They've only lost twice under him, I think. And those are both in the last week, PSG and Everton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or no, well, three times, two to P- two losses to PSG. So if you had to bet right now, where would you say Chelsea will finish this season, and where would you say they'll finish next season? I realize that this kind of prediction is silly, but I'm just curious to know your mindset. I'm going to say they're going to go finish around eighth this season. Mm. Respectable, considering everything. Yeah, and I think they'll get top four next season. Okay, very good. Moving on, are we done with the Premier League? No, now one of the FA Cup. So two more FA Cup games. Arsenal lost 2-1. At home to Watford, they dominated their 20 shots to seven from Watford, but still lost. Odin Agallo scored his 17th goal of the season. He's been great. Absolutely amazing goal from Edlin Guidiora. He did so hard. Impossible angle, upper 90. Danny Webber had a late goal, 88th minute, but then he had a miss, which could have mm. sent it into a replay. So Arsenal season is just collapsing like it usually does around this time. They're essentially out of the Champions League, out of the FA Cup, and probably won't win the league. Mm. I, th- it's, I think it's definitely time for Wenger to go. I think he should have been fired long ago. Let's pretend for a minute that you are representing Wenger in some fashion. Make the strongest argument you can for why he should not go, why he should stay. That they had debt for the stadium move, and he couldn't do much about it. And he still won them a lot of trophies a while ago. Now can I make the argument for him to go? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Well, first of all, out of the Arsenal fans, I know the I know some who are saying he should go and some who are saying he should stay. The ones who are, who are saying he should go, in general, I know to be much more knowledgeable than the ones who I know who, who are saying he should stay. Fair and, enough, but don't you find that footy fans especially— I mean, you see this in all— 
in American sports too. I mean, you know, you and I follow the Pittsburgh Steelers, and if you read the message boards on some on a, the Pittsburgh Post Tribune, the Pittsburgh Post Gazette website, or on the Steelers site or whatever, you'll see that you know the average fan in Pittsburgh. And granted, they know a lot about football because they all grew up playing football there. They talk about the coaches as if they, the average fans, know five times more about the coaches, and you know that can't be true. Yeah. But I think it just comes down to this: if if a club like Arsenal can't win the league for ten years, the manager has to go at some point soon. That's what I think. I'm sorry to hear you say that. Only because I like Wenger's elegance. I do too, and but intellectualism and suits. <laughs> also, I think he has a degree in economics. He's a very smart guy. I think that's actually bad though, because he won't. He doesn't spend money. Mm. He well, do you think that's because of an economic view, or maybe an arrogance that he as the manager can produce I, I think wins it's economic. without? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says there are no available strikers. That's not true. You could at least try for Aubameyang, Higuain, Benzema. Granted, those might not happen, and they probably won't. But you should at least try mm. Ibrahimovic. Let, actually, let's talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Let's talk about Zlatan. Go. I think it's gonna go. Where do you think it's gonna go? I think Zlatan will go to either the Chicago Fire or Duncow FC. I think he'll go to Manu Arsenal. I think he'll go to Manu if Manu goes there, but he does not like Louis Van Hall. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Van Hall stays, he won't go. I think he should go to Arsenal. Well, Arsenal should try to get to him, but I know a big Arsenal fan said he's, he's too good for a player for Arsenal to try to sign. He'll cost too much money. What do you? So you know Zlatan's mind fairly well. You follow him. You read. You read what yeah. he says. You read. You read his book, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What do you think he wants to accomplish with the last third or quarter, whatever, of his career? I think he definitely wants to play in England. He said that. He's pretty much said he's leaving PSG and the season. He said he'll leave unless, pretty much, unless they put a picture. Uh, they replace Eiffel Tower statue of him. <laughs> After scoring four goals and a 9-0 winning choice to win the league. You said he would stay. He w- said he, he promises would... he'll stay if they replace the Eiffel Tower with a statue of him. I think that's a reasonable request. I do. He's Zlatan. Yeah. What does Solomon say about which Premier League team would be the best fit for Zlatan? Um, I think Arsenal, because I think he will, he's the player who can bring the winner's mentality there. He talks about that in his autobiography, about how he always brings the winner's mentality. And um, just and anybody can say that, but his record... The teams that he plays on, he, they win he leagues. He always wins the league. Um, every country he's played in, he's won the league. Multiple teams. Um, he's uh, he's unbelievable. He just scored four goals in a nine nil win against Troyes to win the league mm-hmm. with eight matches left. Um, so want to go back to the FA Cup game? Can I get off topic? Let's go back to the FA Cup. So this is the last game is. Man U drew 1-1 at home with West Ham. Dimitri Payet scored a great free kick goal right minutes after he could have been sent off. And then he's been one of the signings of the season. as Anthony Martial, a young guy, obviously, who scored the equalizing goal. Mm-hmm. So that's England. Great. What do we want to talk about next? How about La Liga? How about it? This is probably the point at which if we were a, uh, a commercial, professional podcast we would take a break and say, coming up after the break, let's talk La Liga. And then now you'll hear from our sponsors. But we don't, we don't do that no. yet. Should we just pretend we have... Um, yeah. Who are some of our favorite foot, footy-related? Who, like, we, we would like to sponsor, not necessarily them to sponsor us, but, like... We like Nike and Upper 90. We like Nike. We like Upper 90 is Back a great footy US, store yeah. in New York. We love Smithfield Hall, yeah. the pub where we were the Barca Pena fan club. Well, actually, we'll be there on Wednesday. Well, I will... If- you might have your duty. Um, we're going to get interviews with Barcelona fans before, during, and after the Arsenal game. Maybe some, even some Bayern Munich fans. 
That's a nice. So you just did what they call a tease. You just teased an upcoming episode. I did. You're gonna go. To, we're gonna be. You're gonna be at Smithfield Hall with a tape recorder and try to record some fans. So the matches that day, very briefly, are Barca Arsenal in the second leg of the quarter final of the round Champions of 16. League. Sorry, round of sixteen. And same and, for Bayern Munich versus Juventus. And Bayern Juventus, it was two two at Juventus, correct? Yeah. Okay. So what's your prediction for those two matches, please, sir? I think it's gonna be three one Barca. And who scores? I think it's going to be two for Neymar, one for Rakitic. Ooh, I think Rakitic is okay. And, and will Rakitic just be from over 35 yards? Maybe 25. <laughs> I think okay. Giroud for Arsenal. Giroud for Arsenal. Okay, and then in the uh, Bayern-Juve uh, match, mm. you think you think Bayern will win? You, don't, you don't see a way for Juve I think it's going to gonna be 1-1, mm-hmm. but Bayern's going to win. It goes from Lewandowski and Paolo Dybala. Mm. Okay, you heard it here first. Okay, moving on to La Liga. All right, so Barcelona thrashed Getafe six oh, nil. Thrashed. Messi for the fir- broke another record for the first time in his career. In one match, he scored a goal and had three assists. He'd never done that. That's hard to believe. Yeah. So we played. Barcelona played well. I'm having trouble not saying not saying we. Barcelona. You can and, say we. Right, it's we, okay that we you're. We need to improve <laughs> penalty taking. We've missed half the season with the three best players in the world taking them. How does that happen? All right, so now I'll calm down. Arda Turan has been playing well. Scored a second goal. A great bicycle kick. Sergio Roberto, amazing squad. You know what player. I thought was even a- as impressive as that goal he scored? Do you remember when he was trapped in his corner, two guys on him? And do you remember how he got the ball out, out of trouble? He just fell down, right? No, yeah. no, no. He, he was down deep in his corner. Did he throw a shoe at them? He did, he did not throw a shoe. It ended with a back heel, but he like had to manipulate the ball about eight times with all parts I, of his yeah. feet. He's he's very, he's really he nice reminds, to have he, back he, there. He's like an ES in some ways. Mm. I um, thought you were going to say he reminds me of he reminds me of me. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> so Sergio Roberto is an amazing squad player. Played great in the Busquets role, which is very hard to do. Speaking of the Busquets role, Sergio Samper got some got some time. He's the next Busquets defensive midfielder if there ever is one. Did he impress you? He did. He only got to play for like 15, 20 minutes towards the end. But I think he needs more chances. I want to ask you a question that's going to might be a little painful for you to answer. Mm-hmm. Which of the young Barca players have failed to impress you generally over this past season? A few weeks ago, I would have said Munir, but recently he's been scoring. He scored this weekend, played great. Did you really think he played great? And his score he, was a was, header yeah. that was delivered from Messi. It was a hard header. Was, yeah, it was a hard yeah. yeah. But no, he, he, he overall performance is good. Let me think. Um, no no one is... Well, I would say Rafinha, but that's not his fault. He's been injured. Not his year. fault. He be back and he's soon. not young, but Mateo is certainly someone who has failed to impress I said a lot. Rafinha. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, but I'm also adding to the oh, list. Yeah. Uh, Mateo, who a lot of the Barca fans are really down on, I maintain he's not anywhere near as... I don't think he's good enough for Barca, mm. but I don't think he's as bad as everyone thinks. Nor good enough for France, apparently, either. No. Yeah. Can we talk about the Euros in a future episode? Sure. Would you like to go to the Euros? Sure. Do you think maybe we should consider going to the Euros? We already bought our tickets. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's the, yeah, that's, I can't wait. Okay, we'll talk okay, about so that another Munir, time. Neymar, Messi, Will we Will we broadcast from France? Of course. Okay. So Enrique rested Suarez, which I think was good because it's an easy game, home game to Getafe. One yell away from a suspension in the next match against Villarreal, but I think it should be better for that match. Is who, do, who do we play after Villarreal? You know? I'm guessing it might be someone named, that rhymes with Shmiel Paprid. Exactly. So that's going to be a huge game. So he, uh, he might me, be rested for the next Liga match, too. Can I ask you a question? Um, what do you but know? Villarreal is not easy. They're probably going to finish fourth. Mm. What do you know about the mindset of Suarez being a healthy scratch like that? What do you mean? When Suarez is, 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 doesn't play like that, right? He's healthy. 
he's just rested. Do you think he accepts that fine? Or do you think he's thinking, you know what? I'm a monster. I want to play every minute possible. Somewhere in between. I think he doesn't like it, but he accepts it. Which of the front three, MSN, uh, Messi, Suarez, Neymar, do you think hates most to be rested like that? Messi without a doubt. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Even though he's the oldest of the three now? He's older than Suarez. Suarez is about six months older. Oh, okay. What are their birthdays? I don't want to say an air because it seems too stalkerish, but I do know them. Because it seems too stalkerish? Should I say, say them? Solomon, I think we've established should, your should stalker I say bona fides. Yeah. I'm not sure about... I don't remember the years, even though I know the ages are too busy to think about the years. Messi is June 24th. Okay. Oh, that's uh, Mona's Mona, yeah. birthday. Yeah, Mona, yeah. Suarez is January 24th, and Neymar is February 5th. Same as Cristiano Ronaldo and Carlos Tevez. Wow, that's a big day for footy birthdays. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to add about Barca's domination no, this week? No, but we're not nearly done with La Liga. Oh, please, Let's proceed. Quickly, Atletico Madrid beat Deportivo 3-0. Deportivo was in the top six two months ago, now they're somewhere around 15th. Mm. Terrible slide. Griezmann scored again, 23rd of the season. And Valencia, Gary Level reached a new low um, <laughs> as he lost a local derby to Levante, 1-0. Levante's in last place. Gary Neville's never going to listen to the show now, you know? No, of course. So Sevilla beat Villarreal at home in Sevilla, 4-2. The race of fourth is on. Sevilla's only five points back, which mm. is hard, but not possible. Cedric Picombo scored two more goals to put him on 16 this season. He's been great. Wow. Now, when you watch Sevilla in a match like that do so well, do you worry about the Copa del Rey final against Barca? Definitely, I do. I think we're going to win, but it's I'm definitely... I, like last year, I, I kind of knew it was going to be a fake Bilbao, even though we've had some trouble with them this year. Even though we didn't have any trouble a few a month or two on the six one win, but no, um, Sevilla definitely scares me. So now let's go to the Real Madrid game, and I get to rant. <laughs> so they played away to Las Palmas. They only won two one. Granted, we did, but we played we did the same thing, but we played much better than they did. They Sergio Ramos scored and got sent off. Um, William Jose equalized in the 87th minute when Casemiro, the defensive midfielder for Real Madrid, won it two minutes later. Isco is just like a spoiled child. I got that. Spray some bleacher report, but he he was subbed off. He's been absolutely terrible, arrogant. Threw a tantrum on the bench. Zidane, how did? Yeah, Zidane, I was going to ask you. Yeah, how he, does Zidane feel about um, not just a, a tantrum like that, it. but I mean, how does he feel about his club's performance? He's come in. He's, he said a word for word that it annoyed him. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Real Madrid the, the, in their last twelve La Liga away games, they've can you guess how many clean, clean sheets they've kept? I'm going to say zero. One. Mm. And now their next away game is at the comp no, so they're going to need to improve. Do you, do you feel like making a prediction for the Classico? I want to say 6-0. <laughs> Realistically, I'm going to say 3-0 um, Barca. Mm. So wait, so 6-0? What do you really, realistically? I think it's going to be 3-0. 3-0 Barca. Who, who will score in the Classico? Let me guess. Mascherano and two for PK. I think you're a hat trick for Claudio Bravo, but... Like I, you do to me on FIFA. For the record, when Solomon's crushing me on FIFA, which is not always the case, not even often the case, but once in a while, then you start just dribbling with your keeper and scoring. Yeah. I think it's going to be two for Messi and one for Suarez. Okay, moving on. All right, so now we're done with La Liga. We're just going to quickly round up the big leagues, and we're going to finish up. Okay. So, Bundesliga, Bayern won 5 nil. At home to Werder Bremen and Dortmund beat Mainz 2-0. So Bayern's still five ahead of the top. Mm-hmm. That should be that. Can I ask you one quick thing? I know that um, I remember you telling me not within the last year 
that German football is like the best experience, like watching German yeah. football. Why is that? They care about the fans the most. It's safe. It's still the most passionate crowds. Karl Heinz Rummenigge, the head, the head of Bayern, said that when they lowered lower the, t- the already low ticket prices, it's going to save the fans up to two million pounds a year a year mm. in total. He said two million is nothing to us in trying to negotiations. We talk about it for five minutes for the fans. It's a lot. Mm, nice. So uh, should we go watch some matches in Germany at some point? Maybe. Okay. So let's go to Serie A. Then let's we're go to Serie A. Okay. Um, so Napoli beat Palermo one nil to remain uh, three points behind Juve at the top. Juve, how's, how's Roma doing? We're gonna get to that. Juve beat Sassuolo one nil, and then Roma, is, after a bad start of the season, which saw Rudy Garcia fired, are making a good comeback. They beat Udinese two one and are in third place, the last Champions League spot, and are five points I think out of Fiorentina. Wait, you said third place for the last? Does that mean uh, Serie A only, only gets three? three? Yeah. Okay. And how is your friend Giacomo in Roma, a big fan, feeling about their prospects? We've actually we've we've, we've talked lately, but we haven't gone to Roma that much. So I'll, I'm going to text him tomorrow. Mm. Probably ha- right now. Have you? Uh, would you consider? Would he consider after the start that they had uh, a, a third place finish very satisfying? I'd say yes. Yeah. On the other hand, Juve's start was very, very, very bad, and they're gonna very bad. And they're, pro- I think, gonna win the title. Yeah. So that was a good episode, Stephen. That was a great episode, Sam, and I enjoy speaking with you about footy, and that's why they call it Footy, footy for, for Two. two.